The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. that soda. <laughs> Are you crazy? They hated it. I'm just humoring you. Uh, very. Believe me, that kid's gonna be called soda. <laughs> I can tell you, I would never name my child soda. Oh, no, no, no. No, of course not. I got a great name for our kids. A real original. You wanna hear what it is? Eh? You ready? Yeah. <whistles> what is that, sign language? Seven. Seven Costanza. You're serious? Yeah. It's a beautiful name for a boy or a girl. Especially a girl or a boy. I don't think so. Well, you don't like the name? It's not a name. It's a number. I know. It's Mickey Mantle's number. So not only is it an all-around beautiful name, it is also a living tribute. It's awful. I hate it. Well, that's the name. Oh, no, it is not. No child of mine is ever going to be named Seven. All right, let's just stay calm here. Don't get all crazy on me! <laughs> all right. It is the Malcolm Go podcast. Feels good to be back. It down. does. September 4th, 2019. And that was my favorite intro we've ever done. That was good. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't, I can't do it anymore. I don't, I can't sit down at work and be uh prepping for a podcast i can't do it i can't think of a song to start anymore i'm just gonna do it by the uh on the wings of a prayer is that it's, is that the i don't know but it's the only thing our podcast is really known for is that the song of, i love the song yeah. you started with that's all i ever get 90 percent of percent of the listeners make it to 48 seconds into the podcast <laughs> intro, i don't really care as long as they hit the numbers baby they're just gonna download 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 unsubscribe resubscribe that's all i need you just gotta keep hitting those numbers canes and uh Canes Donuts and Kowloon expect us to be, you know, at our peak, 50,000 downloads a week. If I don't get that, I don't get uh, free uh, sushi at the, what do they call it now? They got a sushi bar. but the, Oh, the Hong Kong bar, whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, the Tiki Bar. Mmm. Yeah. Very nice. I love how Kowloon put a Tiki Bar and hit in the back, just chain link fence. On and, the highway. <laughs> they, just, they just hung up little plastic banners they got from Big Party that you, know, you get for a, a four-year-old's birthday party that's having a luau. Most tiki bars, you get a nice sea breeze. That, yeah. you get a nice it's, sea breeze from an 18-wheeler exactly. rolling down the highway. The smell of Hooter's wings go, just floats over you. Uh, I haven't even been in there. I hear, it's, I hear good things. I'm sure it's... I Tommy mean, Flynn's playing music in there three to four times a week. Oh, he's the big star over oh, there? He's, he's, he's a big a star. Hit. Yeah. But his I mean, olive oil skin and his guinea charm. That's when you know you made an entertainment when you're yeah. at the Kowloon. If you're at the Kowloon, I mean, I bet, oh, I bet you the Cougars is all over it. It must be eating him up. 
I mean, he's a good-looking kid to begin with. I'm actually banned from the Kowloon comedy shows. Really? I'm not that's, allowed through the door. That's not great. That's not, a, not great for your career, I'm It's not honest. ideal. I'm not no. sure what I did, but I was asked never to come back. <laughs> you do not want to fuck with them. Those are cutting throats. <laughs> what if they give you the... Uh, where they give you the um, the Colombian necktie in the back? Oh yeah, cut, when they cut your throat and pull your tongue out through it, that's the Colombian necktie. They have a nice little system of just uh, you know fucking stupid shipping containers full of people just coming over to work on a weekly basis. I don't know if we should talk be talking about this way about our sponsor, but I I, I don't know if Bobby Wong or Andy Wong even talks or listens to it very much. But it's probably not great. But they used to have a White House that was I mean. If for you that know the North Shore and Boston area at all, Kowloon is directly on Route 1. It is by far the biggest restaurant in the North Shore, probably the entire surrounding area of, of uh, Boston. It's probably the, it's definitely, it's, I know it for a fact is the biggest Chinese restaurant in the world. I've heard people call it a Chinese casino. Something like that. I don't know. They have comedy. They have sushi. They have, I mean, it, it's, the, it's the soggest bar. It's the place that... You go the night before Thanksgiving. Sachem's go. That's the spot. It's been there for a million years. Uh, it continues to grow. Food comes out in eight seconds. But anyway, they used to have a, a white house in the middle of the parking lot. And the parking lot has never changed. It's just always been the size of, I mean, 50 football fields. And it's filled every night. And uh, there used to be a white house in the middle. And it just, you know that every single person that works at Kowloon lived in that white house. And they went from... Kowloon to White House. White House to Kowloon. I, all I ever wanted to do was sneak in there as a kid and to see 75 Chinese men living in sleeping bags on the, yeah. on the floor. Sleeping in dressers like Kramer's fucking... Yeah, exactly <laughs> like that. Oh, good night, Louie. And they just keep <laughs> shutting them in drawers. Um, the, uh, yeah, and then they just knocked it down unceremoniously like two years ago. It's just not there anyway. I, I feel like they did it overnight because I don't remember it ever coming down. Yeah, and they just weird. paved it over gone. it like it was never there. Yeah, with the 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 uh, the bones of the two hundred fifty thousand Asian waiters buried below. Now white trash people drink in a parking lot and call it a patio. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly where on. it is. I forgot it is right there. They're fucking <laughs> they're getting their Pontiac Bonneville and drunk drive on <laughs> south on the northbound. Yeah, uh, I can't get a DUI. You cut through the Bob's fucking parking lot, dude. <laughs> You don't even have to get on the highway to get the fuck out of here. Right, this is uber local, but um, it's fucking, now it's an Ocean State job lot. Oh, that's good. Saugus is just so terrible. It's just going downhill in a fucking, it's, I don't know. It's like it's fucking it's going to hell in a handbasket, as they say. We, we well, used to have great, up like, well, Kowloon's, fuck, they had Hilltop, like, banner, North like, Shore fucking. staples. Te- yeah, tent pole businesses of like the surrounding Massachusetts area be like, oh you're from Saugus? Oh man, Hilltop, Kowloon. Now it's fucking Hooters, a Walmart, a fucking Ocean State job lot, a square one mall, which at a time was known for like fun and nice things. Now it's known for gang shootings and Brazilian outfit stores. Yeah, it didn't even there was a mass shooting at the Square One Mall. It didn't even make the news. <laughs> Nine people cares. got shot at that mall. They're like, oh, all right. <laughs> they have they have a fucking they have a, a sniper tower in it. Have you been, have you seen it? It's, it's this isn't a lie. You can see it if you're if you're going to work or like I mean if you drive on Route One, it goes right past. It's right on Route One, right across from the high school of all places. And it's a uh, you know the parking lot outside has just cars parked there and dead center of the middle. There's like a it's a um, 
I don't know. It's like it looks like it's like it's not built. It's like a piece of steel that looks like it erects like a scissor lift. Yeah. And at the top is a podium with like security and a guy patrols it like he's patrolling fucking Shawshank. They <laughs> knew like, what was going to happen when they built that mall. They were like, this thing. Uh, no, gonna... they had fucking higher hopes. I'm telling you right <laughs> no. now. There's no way they you went into it and thought. Don't put a sniper posted on fucking mall parking lines. You know that thing's going to fall apart. Well, that just happened. Point. It was like three years ago. I was like, what is that sniper post? Is anyone has anyone brought this up? Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's over. But I'll tell you, what's not over. Is this Patriot Dynasty? Totally. Oh, oh, is this what this podcast is about? Uh, uh, no, it's not. Uh, heading into year twenty, heading into fucking year twenty of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Unbelievable. I don't know how what the longest tenured coach of all time is. I think Shula went for a while uh, in Miami. Um, Marv Levy was a coach in Buffalo forever, but twenty years. There is that's more than half my life. I'm 33 years young. Bill wow. Belichick and Tom Brady have owned my favorite uh, sporting team for uh, more two-thirds of my life. There's kids that are in college, second year in college. Think about that for a second. I, when I was a junior in high school, they won the Super Bowl. They, you know, in 2001, first time. There are kids now that are sophomores in college going out for Thirsty's Thursday, date-raping uh AKOs and fucking having a blast, uh, and they don't know anything other than Tom Brady has ever been the quarterback, and Bill Belichick has been the coach of the Patriots. The, and no other team. There's been like, you know, one team here, one team there wins the Super Bowl, but it's just always the Patriots is big. Like, okay, they're just that's football now. I'd have to think that if you weren't a Patriots fan, you're less of a sports fan or less of an NFL fan if you're that age. Like, it just makes no sense. That's like if you're a college football fan in the SEC and you're just like. Oh, fucking Alabama. Like, if you're 13 and uh, you love LSU, does it matter? Because it just, it's never going to matter as long as Nick Saban's there. Yeah, Belichick is sixth, uh, sixth longest tenure. No, oh, that could be right. 24 years. But he did 20 years with the same team, so I wonder if these other teams. This is yeah. a very uh, – we don't really do much research here. Uh, no, there's very I'm, little. I have, a torn, I have a torn out piece of paper, which was not perforated uh, – so it's basically cut into a fucking a polygon, and it's got seven things scribbled on it, which I used with a my son's terrible oh, Five Nights of Freddy's marker that doesn't even write. Uh, this is not interesting. It just got, has nothing to do with anything. But this is the official podcast home of your six-time Super Bowl champion, New England Patriots, uh, brought to you by Kane's Donuts, now with a drive-thru on Route 1 South in Saugus, Mass., um, Kowloon, of course, our biggest sponsor and Tyler's biggest uh, detriment to becoming a, a successful comedian is on Route 1 North in Saugus. I actually need to plug, uh, I'm getting a wax, my back, uh, lasered, uh, not wax, lasered. Wow, that's big news. Yeah, it's not bad. That's going to cost a penny. I've seen your back. Now if you bring it up on the podcast. That's, what that's told me. true. <laughs> we get a lot. That's it. That's called payola, folks, and it's not illegal in the podcast world. Um. Biggest, uh, who do you think are the biggest losses we had this well, yeah, let's Well, let's talk about it. So the off-season storylines. Maybe we should start off with the biggest one because we, we said we were going to come back. We, had, we got all fired up, had the um, you know, season-ending podcast, which, by the way, two out of three years of Malcolm Go podcast, well, all three, we've been to the Super Bowl. Two out of three, we've won the Super Bowl. Malcolm Go podcast, good luck for the New England Patriots and their chances. Believe that. It's true. 
Don't even think about it. It's true. Yeah, I try to remember if we did Seattle, but no, I was in California. No, I was at the Seattle game. Uh, that's a story for a different time. But, I mean, off-season storyline. The big guy retires. Hung him up. Yeah. Um, now, honestly, he's not even the biggest loss I was thinking of. But, yeah, that, uh, I mean, clearly he kind of is. He, I, you look at him now, and he's like, he says he's 245. He looks 230. And, I mean, you... He's 6'6", six, six, so 245 on him looks like me weighing 120. He's not coming back. No, he's finished. I've, the, the, the longer he's gone, he's, he's fucking full-on uh, shilling CBD oil. Oh, it's such a sham. I, this is what I say, right? And I brought it up on Twitter, and the CBD army came out of the fucking woodwork. I said, well, you know, look, I like Gronk, and maybe it works for him. I, he, say, he says he's healthy, and it helps. Uh, and then people swear by the bombs, and it helps. I don't know. I feel like that's all menthol. I, like it's the same shit as icy hot, but just they say they put CBD oil in it, and everyone thinks that's the magic remedy. I don't buy any of it. I'm so wrong. Send some to the podcast or email me. We'll, we'll try it out, see if it works, and I'll, I'll give you a plug on the podcast. But listen, I try. My brother swears by it. Who? Frankie. Frankie's a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's what I say. So, that's, all right. Him we're, good. we're one for one on yeah, fucking so idiots. What, number one, I've Gronk said it. Gronk is a moron. Gronk, he's not a smart guy, but he's I mean, a he's, a, he's a smart money man. He had two of the best. Uh, he knows it's hot right now. He had the two biggest catches of the playoffs in separate games. Won the Super Bowl. And the AFC Championship game, though. Catch down the yeah. sideline. Well, that was fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't win the game, but it was a big catch. But yeah, put him into overtime. Did, by the way, Eric Berry never signed again, did he? No, I'm just thinking that. He just, yeah, he just, they just, nobody ever picked him up. He was one of the best safeties in the world like three years ago. Just doesn't play anymore. He had that weird disease, right? Didn't he have something? Like, he had cancer. Know, it's gone disease. now. It's weird, but it's not, I don't think it's forever. It turns out caused by CBD oil. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, so my, Gronk's now, he went from being the best player in the NFL to now giving people cancer. Yeah, exactly. That's what we say. Uh, no, he, so CBD oil, he's selling that now and, you know, he's trying to get it unbanned by... For some reason, it's banned by the NFL. I don't know why. It doesn't doesn't get you high. I've tried it. And I think that I fucked my brain up so much on since being in 1999, being on antidepressants for my anxieties and, uh, and just being overall nuts and just burning my brain with chemicals that it, maybe that's why it had no effect. It is strange because, like... I didn't really know you that well until the last like three years. Yeah. From the outside, you seem to have everything going on. You yeah. peel back a couple layers, <laughs> things are falling apart here. You can see the scratches from the inside he's of my a, bedroom on the door. <laughs> he's got a real nice house, got a nice wife. Let's see. He's got two kids. He had a dog that it was a great dog. Well, he died. That did, that sent me into a spiral. I mean, let's face it. These little things will trigger me. Yeah. Trigger's a new hot word. It's a hot word, and I'm going to start using it for my anxiety levels. What, what triggers me? So I, last, last summer was a bad summer for the kid, to be honest. Uh, but he came back strong. Yeah, yeah. Just kept, pumping more, kept pumping more fucking chemicals in me, baby. That's what I say when I go to the psychologist, whatever the fucking doctor he is. Just, he's literally, he doesn't just say anything. He says, do you need drugs? Says, yes. No, it's not working. Okay, here's some other stuff to pump your body full of for months. How many are you on? Two currently. For, yeah. the, for the longest time, it was just Paxil. Like for years and years and years. That affected my. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, if you're like, what is Paxil? Though? Like, you take it to quit smoking. Like, I don't nah. really know. They I all. Know, I never heard you of You could literally. That could be the, uh, the gay drug that they advertise at late night TVs that, that doesn't give you AIDS. Uh, I honestly have no clue. I never heard of it. Never heard of that. You know, the gay drug? 
It's called prep or whatever. Oh, no, I heard of that. Sure, I'm on that shit. Yeah, <laughs> you need that. <laughs> <Kidding me. laughs> no, I'm saying Paxil. Like, yeah, no, Paxil. It's, it's just a very common antidepressant for anxiety. So, like, I started in, like, when I was in ninth grade, I just thought my heart was stopping when I was in math. I don't know where. Had nothing to do with anything. Probably old rape thoughts coming into my head. Pedophilia and the like. So it was It was a risky street in the yeah. early years. Yeah, it was true. <laughs> uh, and then a, uh, so I woke up, you know, fucked up. And I went to the doctor. They're like, you're not dying. And I was like, obviously I am dying. Why would I be here? And they're like, well, it's just anxiety. And I was like, all right. So they started giving me medicine. Your doctor and, called you a pussy. No, my dad called me a pussy on the way to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, uh, my sure. doctor didn't say anything. Um, my mom, of course, felt bad. Walked into work today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hear it tomorrow. When he's still he's still bringing up that karate class I took in the sixth grade, <laughs> calling me a pink belt for two decades. Um, so anyway, he uh, he just pumped me with drugs, and then it was whatever I was on Zoloft, and then after like three years, it wouldn't work anymore. And then the doctor would be like, "Here's Paxil," and that worked forever. And then, like, you know, then you have, like, sexual side effects, things like that. And then, uh, you know, you don't feel like your 18-year-old self anymore. You get that steel beam in your pants anymore. A lot of it sounds like you're just pushing the gay down. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like in my head, too. (laughs) It's like a lot of this seems like if you just, like, maybe blew a guy once, you'd solve a... Andy, Once. Can you shut the door? Don't, you don't want to hear this part. <laughs> if you just blow it She's guy, on board with me. it. Uh, so then anyway, and then, you know, my brother comes to me, says, uh, why don't you try this CBD oil? It's good for anxiety. It's really expensive. I was like, how expensive is it? Like, it, I, he, I looked at it. It was like a vial. I thought it was, I was like, I don't know. What's that? Like $11? He was like, it's $185. I was like, for what? This thing that's unapproved by anybody? And, like, people online with fake degrees from uh, University of Phoenix are telling you that it, it curbs your anxiety and helps you lose weight. Literally, that's the number. That's, those are, like, the three things that – or those are the two things that every medicine or new thing says. Oh, well, helps with anxiety. Helps lose weight. That, they'll put that under anything, and it will just it sell. Mean, that doesn't mean anything. You know what? Your, your dumb brother fucking texted me, and he's like, uh, he's like, hey, you want to run a half Ironman? Ooh. I was like, "What, Dom?" His that younger- fucking slob has never done anything in his whole life. Not athletic. Dom, half Ironman. Frankie texted me this because Dominic oh, is, is currently the, running is a the, marathon. Oh my god! And Frankie god. can't accept that his only way of my accomplishment wife. so far is running a marathon. <laughs> my wife, my wife is gonna impressive. love that. It's not that I. You run marathons. People in their seventies run marathons. I've seen fat fucks people run marathons. Twenty pounds yeah. run marathons. I couldn't do. I don't want to do it. Girls so. run marathons. It's not an accomplishment. No. <laughs> Listen, they, they can do it in under twelve hours. It's pretty goddamn good. And so Dominic's running a marathon. If you've seen Dominic, you'd be like, all right, well, anyone can. Yeah. Now Frankie's like, I need to do a half marathon. Dominic can barely drive a marathon, and all of a sudden he's going to run one. Let's not knock Dom's driving. Yeah. Many a times has he taken me home at four o'clock in the morning, loaded up on Adderall from New York, <laughs> and we get home fine every time. That's good. Yeah. His, but, eye, his eyes are at a pinpoint. He just like, can't see anything but yeah. two feet in front of him. His knee is going four million miles an hour, and his hands are shaking like involuntarily. But he can drive great. But no, he can't run. No. His physical, the rest of his physical attributes are horrendous. They're for shit. Yeah. And then, so yeah. And then, a decent that, I love that. So yeah, they, they have, that's behind the scenes. And I don't think it's being talked about enough. Is Frankie decided, you know, he was, he was, 
He was the athlete, or he was the good athlete in the family, right? He was oh. he was good for his age, right? I was good at sports when I was a little bit older than people. When I could use my weight and dominance, especially when I got to be like fourteen and I was bulked up, like a you know, I was a little bulked up. Probably weighed about one hundred thirty five, but I could bench like one eighty. That's big for fourteen. Yeah, and I would be throwing around fucking you know little eighty five pound uh, twigs. You know, getting layups all day, layups, layups, and then wrestling and football and whatever. I was pretty good like that. But then when I got had to play with, like, kids my own age, like, high school football, I was just average at best. And Frankie was always good because he was tall and a little bit quicker. Dominic was shit at everything for all the, the whole time he's been alive. I'll tell you one thing he, he's good at. What's that? 100-yard dashes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This is a big off-season update. Oh, we forgot about that. <laughs> no, that was, I didn't forget about anything. <laughs> that was St. Patrick's Day. We had a, we, I, we were a bit in the bag, to be honest. Ah, sure. Well, everyone was a little hammered. And there was about a two-hour debate on who could win a 100-yard dash between Dominic and Tony. And there, was no, there literally was no thought in my mind that he would be within 40 yards of me. I was like, this kid... I, I, first of all, at the time, I'm a little bit chubbier now, but at the time, I was a cool... I was probably a cool 205 pounds. You just finished two months of keto. Oh, like a year of like, keto. I was like 205, maybe 206 pounds. Dominic was probably 215. Oh, stop but it. All 223. Of that, oh, 220, but all fat. Not a, yeah. not a muscle amongst him. No. I was, uh, you know, I was all, I was leaned out. I had nice muscles, biceps, fucking quads for days, squatting in your house. And I was like, this kid can't. He's, he shut up. He, I don't care. He was drunk as he was just as drunk as me. Dominic was shit faced. He was shit talking me. And my, the football field is, I mean, you throw a baseball to it from my house. So we like fuck it. It was like eleven thirty at night. We walked over there. Had about eight of us uh, talking shit the whole way. I got there. Now we were both wearing sneakers, so there was no there was no competitive advantage. I wanted to wear my cleats. Didn't. Uh, maybe Wouldn't if I had my cleats on, I would have beaten by fifty. Wouldn't helped. No. So anyway. <laughs> You know, somebody, there was no, I didn't slip, he didn't slip, but I swear to God, this fat bastard's stomach, I don't know, it was like, he turned into Usain Bolt the second the fucking, the the gun went off. I said, this kid isn't going to be close, it's going to be a joke. I gave it 110% out of the, out of the gates. I looked up at the 20 yard marker. He was already on the other side of the 50. I it was, was like, what over, happened? yeah, it was over 30 yards, you could call yeah. the race. It yeah. wasn't even close. It was, it was a blowout and i didn't even quit I, you know i was taught you don't quit you run through the line that's just that's the high school football in me i'm a football guy so i ran through the line i didn't quit i didn't hold up i lost by a good 40 yards at least oh it was real bad it, how yeah. do you get doubled up in a hundred yard dash i've never seen such a thing but honestly I've, the amount of shit talk and in my head too i got a little confused i thought you were gonna win i did too you, there was so much shit talking and don was so arrogant i was like well this isn't gonna work out and sure enough I want to do it again. I'd like a nice rematch, maybe next St. Patrick's Day. Um, but someone was up there. This something, something odd was happening. I, I, I don't know. Maybe Dominic's it was the drinks because I've, I've, I've timed myself on a forty-yard dash. I'm a five-five all day in the forty. Yeah, that sounds about right. No, trust me. That is that is Dominic a pretty good Roy speed. Was a four-eight probably. You think because you hear the fours in the NFL and all this shit, and like NFL linemen run like five, five-one, five-two. Five five is pretty goddamn fast for an average idiot. I don't know that I sits on five, his ass. I ran a five flat in college, and that was slow. Yeah, that's slow. And Dominic's faster than me. But you played football in college. I, I was the only only safety to run over five. <laughs> only D back to run over yeah. five. I mean, Are I'm you telling sure you, I'm, you get the right position. 
Um, all right. Well, what were we talking about? So CBD Trey oil. Flowers. Well, let's talk about the CBD oil. I, I just I would send the CBD oil to me at Podcast at gmail.com or Brady Disciple, Twitter, whatever. Uh, I'll try it. My brother, t- I'm telling you, gave me the $180 fucking vial. I'd put it in my tea, my water, whatever, just like they said, put it under my tongue. Nothing. Not a fucking, not, no change to my body whatsoever. I jerked off with it and I have a weird rash now. Yeah, well. Well, that's not going away either. Shrink it. Yeah, I really fucked Went up. Went in, it became an innie. Um. So, um, yeah, so we'll talk free agent losses. I mean, Trey Flowers, that's the big one. Trent Brown, another big one, but uh, salvageable. Not as big, I don't think. I think, I, so for me, Trey Flowers, I put him, my top three Defensive lineman in Patriot history, Willie McGinnis, number one. Okay, but he's a hybrid. He's a linebacker, edge edge guy. He's just number one. For, I mean, he was maybe it was because I was young when he was there. I think number two, I put Seymour. Mm-hmm. I think number three is Flowers for me. You're going to put Flowers over Will Fork. The only reason why you could give Will Fork, you might put Will Fork is because he was here longer. Flowers didn't sign his second deal with them. Yeah. But Flowers, that was the most dominant... I feel like you gotta you gotta take it into the fact that Vince Wilfork was the premier nose tackle in the NFL for a decade. Yeah, there was like him and Haloti Nata were like the two. Like Nata came in like four or five years later, a couple years later, but Wilfork was. Which that highlight was going around on uh, Twitter when this week when Nata comes in sacks or he doesn't sack he. Blows Brady up oh, right I up saw, the middle. Yeah. And Brady throws that like sixty yard pass and gets up and just is talking shit. Yeah, into uh, Suggs' face. Suggs' face yeah. after getting destroyed by Nada. He's the toughest motherfucker there ever was. I that's I, I think I retweeted it and I was like, show me any other quarterback in the history of time that would stare down a three hundred pound lineman with. With no blocker in front of that, just free run to Tom Brady's rib cage. He stood in there, stepped into it, completed a pass to Gronk, got up, and was in Terrell Suggs's face. Yeah, and that was pretty boy Tom Brady. Yeah. That was when he had long the long hair, hair. Like, Bieber was, hair. Yeah. I, oh, I miss that. Brady. That was like, but that was like early. That was early uh, Giselle days. Yeah, it's 2010. That was fucking. Yeah. He's a oh Brady. So, um, so obviously Trey Flowers is a tough loss. I mean, he was, I. I think I predicted there was no chance he was leaving. Maybe 0%. Maybe I gave him a 2% chance of leaving. Um, I mean, I always thought he was going to get a big deal. But the Lions gave him a ridiculous deal. Like, I don't know. They're being run by expatriates. And they're not... But they're not... Nobody ever adheres to the fucking... The Patriots thing. I, like, well, the Patriots, like, free agent... Uh, basically the fucking sacraments you know what i mean that nobody ever i is like okay let's just never sign a big free agent and then you know build our team with character types and which with trey flowers you get a character type but you get the now you've saddled your defense with a guy that's going to make 20 million dollars a year for five years yeah it's a lot of money it's fucking insane i mean i i mean whatever it is it's like 16 million it's still outrageous like it's the one of the highest paid defensive linemen in the league I mean, I thought if he was going to be, like, at 11 or 12, that he'd have been a Patriot, no problem. Yeah. But uh, I still, I, I don't know. Like I like I just said, I mean, I just don't get uh, teams being run by expatriates like the Titans, the Lions, the Dolphins, um, signing gigantic free agents. doesn't make any sense. Completely against the whole uh, Patriot way, what everyone's built forever. He's another—Flores was a huge loss. 
Huge loss. Now, I don't know. I mean, the defense, I mean, it's been preseason, but like the starting defense looks remarkably better than it was last year. Like, it looks like it did at the end of the year. Yeah. Because like, the end of the year defense was ridiculous. They played one half terrible. That was it. They played against Kansas City. The second half against Kansas City uh, was the only bad half they played in six halves. Yeah. And they dominated the other five. And this whole, they didn't give up. They didn't give up a, a point the whole preseason. And so I, I mean, I don't know if they got. I don't think the Patriots got worse. I, nowhere. I mean, the only place that there's two. Well, obviously, a tight end they got worse. Okay, that's it. They got worse at tight end. What about defensive end? I don't think so. I, well, I don't know if they upgraded, but they think they're the same. They're the same. I, they, so, I mean, they they brought in Bentley. I'm not Bentley. Uh, Bennett. And their de- their linebackers are remarkably better. Yeah, Hightower lost weight. He looks faster. They bring in Winovich. Uh, they got, you know, um, oh, Jaquan Bentley's back. They got was, ben- they got the, Bentley. He was going to be the starter last year. He yeah. was going to be the guy. He was going to be the middle linebacker. They kept Roberts. Um, I mean, their fucking their front seven is stacked. I mean, Kyle Lawrence, Van Noy and they got uh, Kyle Van Noy is probably he is got to be. He's on a level. He's on. He's on the trajectory of. Legendary Patriot signing reclamation project. You got you go Vrabel. I mean, you can go right down the line. I'll tell you who I who he is to me is yeah. Ninkovich. He's better than Ninkovich. But Ninkovich was the guy who like if you were a Patriot, like Ninkovich was awesome. He, he was going to be on my list, like the guy that reclamation guy. Should have relaxed a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you didn't even let me get through. I got to one guy, and he was jumping in. I got a little excited. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it it. He's just he's on that tier, but he's. Other than Vrabel, he's going to be better than all of them. I mean, he's going to be. Yeah, I mean, he was awesome last playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he dominated. He could have been. He could have been defensive MVP of the playoffs. He dominated all three games, especially the Chiefs game. He dominated. Um, I mean, like I said, high tower lost weight. The secondary is the best in the league. I don't care what anyone. It's the best in the league. Yeah, the McCourty twins are just. I mean, that was such a big pickup. Like he, Jason is just so solid. It's so weird with him is like he's good. He's so solid. He made the play of the Super Bowl probably. Yeah. That break up again with Cooks in the, in the end zone. So I heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to rewatch it a couple of days. I had a few cocktails, what of it. Uh, so anyway, it was like a whatever. And they, they were like going to cut him. Remember like the last year we picked him up and he was yeah. playing like he was playing till the seconds ran off in the fourth uh, preseason game at safety. They're yeah. like, please, just I like this guy. Like, help him. Fi-. That's like what Belichick was saying. He was like, please put him anywhere. Maybe he can make the team. And they let him make the team, and he was didn't really, you know, just average, decent player throughout the year. And then in the playoffs, he was good. And then the Super Bowl, he makes the biggest fucking play of the game. It's just classic, you know. It's, it really is. I mean, and then and then he gets a big deal this year. So like he's like a, a two year extension or something to come back. Um, I didn't necessarily agree with it, but I get it. You know, I mean, I think he's good. Is he better than J.C. Jackson? No. J.C. Jackson, I think, is all pro written all over him. I mean, Gilmore is Gilmore's creeping in on, like, Ty Law-type level. Of- he's, got, he's played two seasons here, and they've been better than— he, they've been just as good, if not better, than Ty Law was. Well, at any of them. Well, last year was, I would say last year, that season was just as good as Revis's season when he was here. Yeah, easily. Last year was better than Revis's year. Yeah, he was. The year before that was out. probably just as good. And, and in a league now where it's 
like impossible to play cornerback. Like yeah. there's not many great cornerbacks. I don't know how they're teaching it now, but like it was so crazy that they went from I don't know if you remember, but it was like <clears throat> you know, two thousand the Thai law this guy years. Acts like he was in Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> you might not have been there, man, but I seen some shit. <laughs> so it was like it was the, the old oh nine, oh ten years. So they it was like, run three tight end formations. <laughs> so you went like from Thai Law, then you went to transition to like Asante Samuel. And then they really brought. Well, I always liked Asante. I thought he was always a great player. Yeah, he was a good. I mean, he was a ball hawk. Yeah, I would take that all day. Like, take the risk. Like, I don't know. I liked it. And um, so he didn't catch the one that mattered. Uh, so then it, he like transitioned to like these smaller guys in like 2009, 10, 11. Because he, I don't know. I, they think that like he was like too much with the defensive holding and the hand checking. That's what I. That's what I get from analysis so he drafted like jonathan wilhite uh that other guy from colorado wheatley wheatley yeah and they were going to start and those were going to be the corners and they were high picks like second rounders and uh they were terrible they were both terrible i don't know if it was defensive game planning or mismanagement of everything but the secondary was horrendous for four years you literally go to a game and if the quarterback threw a pass it was they they were going to catch it It i don't think they stopped someone on third down for four straight years no it was terrible for it was terrible those years, it was the 2010, 2009 year, which is everybody calls the worst Patriots year of the dynasty. It was like the uh, no Brady year. It was, no, it was the Brady. It was the year, uh, the second year Brady oh, back. Oh, they got smoked by when like Baltimore. everybody quit on the team. Like Adelius Thomas, Randy yeah. Moss, all showed up late. Then 2010, same year. This offense is getting better. Deion Branch comes in. They traded Moss. Secondary can't stop anybody. They get uh, blown out in the playoffs with the Ravens. Uh, or so maybe that was nine, 2009, 2010, exactly. So in 2010, they go and... Uh, they lost know, to Baltimore the, at... In 2009. In 2010, they lost to the Jets. Oh, with um, the man genius. Yeah. No, no, Rex Ryan. With Rex Ryan, yeah. And then 2011, secondary still can't stop a nosebleed. They made it all the way to the Super Bowl. They had any semblance of a, a, a secondary that year. They would have easily. That's when they were misplaying Patrick Chung as a deep safety. Yeah, and he had no idea. He couldn't stop anybody. Everybody just got by him. And Mario Manningham, surprise, surprise, caught a deep pass over over uh, Patrick Chung. Uh, it just was four years of that. And then now the defense, the secondary has gotten so good that it's it's. I don't know. I don't even know if there's. You know, people say the Bears. But I don't see that there's somebody even in the league with their secondary. I mean, think of the starting lineup of if you're going in nickel, right? Stephon Gilmore. You got J.C. Jackson on the other side at, you know, or Jason McCourty, one of the two. Jason, I'd rather J.C. Jackson. I think he's just better. Uh, in the slot, Jonathan Jones, who's a stud. Deep safety, you got McCourty. And then Chung. How do you, that's the best. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. That is, you have at least three pro bowlers. You could have two all pros right there. Holy shit. I mean. That's yeah. like Seahawks level secondary. The boom, the boom squad. What were yeah. they? And now you add. The boom, jo- boom boys. You add Joan Williams, who's fucking 6'5", a 6'5 corner. I don't know who this is. He made the team? He's the second round pick. Of course he made the team. Second I, round pick. Sometimes, I thought he got cut. Sometimes I question you. No, that was Duke Dawson from last year. They they traded him. Yeah, that beer me, um, beer me that CD. Wait, who did they pick second round? Joe Juan Williams. Never heard of him. from he, where? He's six five. Did you do your research at all this week this year? 
I, I just did a fantasy draft, and I looked at someone's you team. You can't draft a guy that plays cornerback. Well, I, I looked at someone's team. I knew two players. Yeah. I literally said, like, oh, who are you guys taking first? I was like, oh, we have the first pick. We might have, end up with McAllister. This isn't how you, how you bartended at work, right? He just I mean, poured me a beer that was maybe four, inch, four inches below a pint. That is how I bartender if I don't get tipped <laughs> after the first beer. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, so he's the, he's a good he's a um he's six four and he's a uh he's just a thumper. He's like a Brandon Browner type. All right, and uh, he's big, huge. Who's our D? Here's what I'm worried about. We obviously lost um the who we named the podcast after Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Malcolm uh, Butler. No, Malcolm Brown. We, oh, we named him. him after Malcolm Brown. We did. <laughs> Uh, he was he was okay. I mean, did you ever worry about? Did you ever think like we fucking need Malcolm Brown today? <laughs> no, but I was never. <laughs> I was never worried that like, oh, he's not gonna make one and a half tackles this game. Like I knew he was making his one. And a half. Literally, him and Danny Shelton left, and I was like, oh, okay. So who do they have up front? Like I don't know who the front line. So is. they re-signed Shelton. He he's back. He's back. So they re-signed Shelton. He's still he, like three hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah, but he's been looking really good. I think they changed up his role where he's almost like more of a one gap guy. Okay. And he's Ooh, just blowing it up. Lawrence Guy still on the Lawrence team? Guy, the best one. He's like the best him. guy there. They signed Mike Pennell from the Jets and then cut him. Uh they he was supposed to be like the Malcolm Brown substitute, but Danny Shelton outplayed him vastly. Right. Who uh And he never even re signed. Who do we have at D end? So you've got you've got uh, obviously, you've got Michael Bennett. Uh, Winkovich. You've got Winovich. You've got Dietrich Wise. Dietrich Wise made the team again? Yes, he's on the uh, Jordan Richards role with a little bit more uh, statistics. No, he's, uh, he's okay. Rivers? He can't still be on Derek Rivers is on IR. He's out for the season again. Thank God. Uh, and they got Shalik Calhoun made the team. He's pretty good. I don't know who that is either. He's, uh, he's, a, he's another one of the Belichick reclamation projects from the Raiders. He was like a third-round pick from Michigan State a couple years ago. I wanted to draft him. And uh, he didn't do much in Oakland, but he's, he's good. So, and that's pretty much the whole defense right there? That's pretty much the whole defense. I mean, you know, we went through them all. They're all, fuck it, I mean... Literally, the the front seven is going to be blitzing up. If they stay the same they did last year and super aggressive, I mean, Belichick's running they the defense. They blitz again. That was so fun to watch <clears throat> last year. Gerard Mayo is like, he knows the defense. I mean, now Steve Belichick's, it's, like, it's, it's as God intended. It's all happening. I know. It's, Tom Brady's going to retire, and his son's going to be at like, he'll be at Michigan. He'll be a senior at Michigan. And Josh McDaniels and Steve Belichick are going to take over the team. And Tom Brady's son is going to be quarterback, and Tom Brady will finally retire, and it will be seamless. It will be a seamless transition to Super Bowl twelve. Judging by the way Brady kisses, Brady's son kisses his father, he's going to be coordinating the chairs on the sideline. I don't like that one bit. I don't like that talk one bit on this podcast. <laughs> uh, what do we think? Uh, so what, are you worried about the offensive line? I mean, huge news so, last week. So we lost, I mean... The biggest news to start the year was they lost left tackle, which everybody expected. I mean, he was—he wasn't supposed to be that good, Trent Brown. I mean, I literally—I watched the he Super Bowl. Awesome. I watched the Super Bowl, like the Sony Michelle's touchdown, the only touchdown in the game, and literally he won the game by stiffening his left arm. If you watch it again, Devlin blows up the left tackle. I mean, the le- sorry, the, uh, he was like the outside linebacker, outside the left tackle, and Trent Brown has the defensive end in the hole. And he's got him, and the the guy's about to make the tackle. And this is an NFL defensive end. I think it was Brockers, who was a good player. He's like a top, he was a first or second round pick. And Sony Michelle, like right when he gets to Trent Brown's heels, 
You just see him fucking bench press him with his left arm, and Sony Michelle goes in untouched. I was like, that motherfucker just just straightened his elbow and won the Super Bowl. It was unbelievable. Um, he he was just so good. I mean, much more athletic, I think, than anybody thought he was yeah, going to be. Surprisingly, for six, eight, and three, five thousand pounds, yeah. uh, he was he was a great addition for nothing. Well, for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah, basically they that's, say that. I mean, it wasn't technically the trade, but that's basically what it was. Because you have these relations, you have to have relationships with people, yeah. so it has to be like, hey, I need to. Get I'm not going to fuck you over right after this is yeah. done because Belichick's a guy who's going to be in the league forever. But yeah. Um, you do you know anything about the fact that uh, a lot of people are saying that David Andrews had a lot of ties to Jeffrey Epstein, and what? that's where this blood clot came from. You're saying it's a CIA, CIA induced blood clot because he has ties to Jeffrey Epstein. What the fuck have you been on? What website has this been on? I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Get with, why would they give him blood clots? I don't I'm even surfing understand. my own internet. Is what I'm finding out. <laughs> I don't even understand this. Is this a joke? I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> I got all right. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but I gotta find my one of my things. <laughs> I don't even. Under, I still. I'm listening, and I still don't understand. All the humanity. <laughs> you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Donnie, please. <laughs> Niggas is wildin'. <laughs> <laughs> and they work. Uh, whatever. Um, yeah, but what about Andrews? I so mean, obviously he was a fuck. He was lights out. He was a rock for the last. Three years, and he gets a blood clot. Freak, you know, freak, whatever. It's not even an injury. It's just life freak was, genetics, I guess. Because it was weird. After they won the first Super Bowl, they had that guy who played center who was... Stork. And he got that concussion. And just, and then they cut him. And then he just disappeared. He like, never played again. Yeah. And then Andrew showed up the next year. We're like, oh, we had a rookie center, and then we got another rookie center, and he was <laughs> as good, if not better. Yeah. It was so better. David actually. Andrews was undrafted. I mean, he's just good. Yeah. And... uh not even uh, big. He doesn't really have any definition on him. No, he's flabby. He was at that Super Bowl parade. He was, had his shirt off, mm. fat and hanging out, drinking beers. That's what I like my linemen like, though. Yeah. I like him fat and drinking, like Matt Light. They had, he had that kid on his lap that he said it was his child. It wasn't even related to him. I Again, I'm, I'm <laughs> you lost. Got, <laughs> you, got, you didn't hear about any of this. What is this? What are we talking about? <laughs> I'm just saying. What deep internet are you on? <laughs> Malcolm Go podcast getting woke right now. Yes. <laughs> Sounds woke. Uh, anyway, so it's like, um, he's yeah. a fan. Oh, Jesus. I didn't even mean to, <laughs> See, I didn't I even mean to, you. I didn't even mean to press that button. I, I didn't even mean to press that one. That was the NSA sneaking uh, in on us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a tough one, dude. I mean, it's a fucking tough one. He was, he, he's the quarterback of the offensive line. He told everybody where to go and he knew what he was doing. And now they got the backup center. This is going to be different, especially with like the new, I mean, the new defensive lines in, in, in the AFC East that, the Bills drafted that Ed Oliver, that was uh, like a stud in college. Um, you Who's know the, the Jets, best AFC East team, the Bills. Yeah, I don't even think it's close, bad. really. Well, I think the Jets are going to be good. I don't think the Jets are going to be good. I think Donald's going to have a good year. Darnold, yeah, he'll be all right. He's pretty good, but I think that the Bills, the Bills have the best defense out of the yeah. three by far, and I think that they, I mean, if Josh Allen isn't a bum, he'll probably be they'll be pretty good on offense. They have no wide receivers and. Really, no running back. They have a rookie. Their running offense back is not great. Some bum. I mean, honestly, like their the top wide receiver is John Brown, right? Yeah, the idiot from. Uh, he was like on Arizona, Arizona and then yeah. ba- and then Baltimore, and then Miami is tanking. Miami's in deep shit. Who's Which is bullshit because the quarterback, Rosen. but they're not like starting that. with Rosen though. Who's starting? 
Fitzpatrick. I love it. I love Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic, which is perfect because you know the Patriots are going to lose in Miami to Fitzpatrick, and it's going to be classic because they're 100% going to lose that game. They're going to go down there. Flores is going to have the defense know exactly what's going to happen, and they're going to shut down the Patriots and win. It'll be 6-3. to They'll lose on the road in Miami. It's like week two. It'll be 1,000 degrees down there. Tom will be sweating, can't handle the heat. Sony Michelle will be passed out. Everybody will be cramping up. It'll be just like Jacksonville last year, except for with to a much worse team. Um, and the Jets, the Jets have the best roster probably of skill players and things like that. But do I, am I afraid of any of them? No. I mean, do you think Bel- can you think Adam Gase can out scheme Belichick in anything? The defense I mean, is too good, and Adam Gase is an offense only coach. And the Patriots, I mean, and then the only thing we didn't talk about was the skill position, and they are loaded on offense. Yeah, I mean it helps now. I mean, you 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 still you got a week spot on tight end for four weeks. At least. I mean Benjamin Watson's going to give you, I mean not 2017 Gronk, but he's going to give you he's going to give you 65 percent of 2018 Gronk, maybe 70 percent. I still feel like they're going to add someone with like a they have to a fourth, third, or fourth round pick trade. Like Dwayne Allen was cut like a, a week ago. He can come back. So Ben Watson suspended for four weeks, but you can I mean. As far as any other tight end, they have none. Everybody, that's going to be a forgotten position. It's going to be like it's going to be the old two thousand one to two thousand two years, where it's just you know a chubby guy coming out of the like just blocking and yeah. then going out and catching a three yard out for a first down, like late in the third. You'd be like, who the fuck was that? I don't remember. I don't know who that guy was. Yeah, what, I don't know who why is my are. mailman playing Hollister, playing football? Is he still here? No, he's not on the team anymore. How about uh, Fitch. It's two guys. Abercrombie. It's that guy that. Izzo, who's just a blocker. Made one catch in the preseason and I looked good, but I never seen him make a catch again. Um, and Matt Lacoste, who's injured, but he's going to play on the team, and he's just well, a receiving tight end. Well, they have. Uh, I mean, James White might catch a hundred balls this year. And we say that every year about him because he starts off catching ten out of the backfield. He the, had eighty-five last year. He was pretty close. And the, the 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 thing about this team is that they are. They have no tight ends that are really any good, especially for the first four weeks. The The wide receivers are deep now. Josh Gordon returning. Demaryius Thomas playing. Nikhil Harry kind of hurts because he's, he's going to be on IR till week eight. But it's kind of fine because, like, with, especially with rookies in the yeah. system, it's like, all right, learn the That's playbook. what hurts, though, is go off topic a little bit, but it's like I hate the idea. I just in my head, I'm, pre, I'm, pre, I'm predestined. Uh, to automatically assume that a wide receiver draft pick is going to be a bust for the Patriots because we don't do it. it no, just because like it just happens. Like a high dra- Patriots draft pick wide receiver has panned out once <laughs> ever once that I can think of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, of course, back. Edelman was a s- slam dunk in like the seventh round. Last well, year was a weird branch was a, a hit. I mean, you got to count Hernandez and Gronk kind of in that category. Yeah, I mean, Gronk's the best pick they've ever had besides Brady. Here it is. It was my favorite Patriot of all time. He, he still is my favorite. Um, Mostly for his uh, extracurriculars. Um, but I think they're just, I don't know. I think they're just loaded on offense. I mean, the running backs, you still have it, Burkhead. It's so, so many, deep. It's ridiculously deep. They're, they're just, and Devlin is going to be a machine. I yeah. fucking love Devlin. Devlin. They have six running backs or five run. So they have Sony Michelle. It's going to be a stud. I mean, him last year, he played twelve. He played 16 full games. He had like, I forget what it was, like 1,200 yards, like fucking uh, 12 touchdowns. He, he had never, the most touchdowns in, in, in the, the playoffs by like 
He, uh, I think he he broke the rookie record. He got three in the first game, and then he had six total. Yeah, two against Kansas City and one in the Super Bowl. And he, I mean, he never broke the big run. He no. never made a big flashy play, but he rushed for a hundred yards, like what, like six or seven times last year. Yeah, and he was he was like he had like ninety five, ninety nine, a couple. Mm. He he's um. One the one thing in his game was that he was he couldn't he didn't make any plays in the passing game last year, but now he's he's been working on that. Apparently, he's gotten really good he at that. He's a beast at Georgia with that. So yeah. I mean, it's gonna come around. Yeah. If you look at the Patriots' schedule, they could easily start out seven and one. I mean, we say this every year, but Pittsburgh at home, I don't see Pittsburgh being very good this year. I think they'd be good. I think they'd be better than not better than last year, but they'd be just as good as they were last year. Patriots at the Dolphins, home against the Jets, and at the Bills. They they're should be three and one. They're going to win three and one. They're going to go three and one, and they're going to lose that Miami. I'm telling you. I think they could lose at Buffalo too. I don't really know, but they should go. Eventually, they're going to lose at Buffalo because Buffalo's defense is good, and their offense will th- string together a game. I just think their coach is good. Um, their their quarterback is not smart enough to beat the Patriots defense yet. No, Josh. No, he can just run, and he's kind of yeah. big. Then they're at the Redskins. Domination. Um. Then they are home against the Giants. 50-point win. At the Jets. At the Jets. Still yeah. win. And then they're home against the Browns. And then Dominate. they're on the road against the Ravens. I mean, I could see them winning almost all of those. Maybe they lose one. And then they have a bye week. So that gets them to the bye. That is so that's nine for, weeks. And have. don't forget that they were terrible on the road last year. But I feel like that's like a major hammering point for the Patriots this year is that they have to be better on the road. But they were three and five last year. If they if they lost that that uh, that AFC Championship game, that's all anybody would have talked about the whole offseason. Oh, is how terrible God. they were on the road and how not mentally tough they were and how they weren't really that great of a team. Yeah, it was now. yeah exactly. It, that's all they would have talked about. But they went out. They won in overtime, so nobody thinks about it. But they they yeah w- they really struggled. Hard. Any team that was any good last year, they lost to on the road. Besides the Chiefs, like before before the postseason, they lost to them. Yeah, they really did struggle yeah. really bad. I mean, they got smoked that Detroit game. It was just so awful. I still that was one of the worst games I've ever seen them play. And that's why they went and got fucking, I mean, no, that wasn't why. They, they That was the week before. So Jacksonville, they got fucking demolished. But Jacksonville, th- both those games are weird. Like, these are our Super Bowl games. Like, there doesn't seem like there's many teams that Pats are playing this year that they really want to smash the Patriots. No, I mean, we didn't break anybody's. I mean, Kansas City would be the only one, and that's at home. And that's at home in December. That's yeah. different football. Yeah. And and I just don't – I mean, I think Mahomes is good, but I don't think – there's no way their offense can be as good as last year. They got a full year of fucking film on them. Belichick already gave them a blueprint on how to beat them. He did it in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. And they're – so they're at Philly, home That'll against be, They'll Dallas, probably lose that game. And they are at Houston. That's a tough game. Yeah. Depends. I mean, they their offensive line is horrendous, and uh, Deshaun Watson's a wild card. He seems to get hurt a lot. Then they finish it. They finish the year pretty pretty decent. I mean, they go home against the Chiefs at Cincinnati, home against the Bills, and home against the Dolphins. So again, they have the last two games of the year home. Yeah. Which, if they make the playoffs, get a bye, and get home field advantage, they're home for like a month. Yeah. Which I'd like to see always go. works out nicely. I th- I'm 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 predicting twelve and four. With a, a high of 14-2. and two. Uh, You know, margin of error of one. Give me. So, say, the the worst they could do, I think, is 11-5. and five. The best they could do, I would say, is 14-2. and two. 
I just think expectations aren't as high. Like I don't need. Yeah, no. And I st- so I think they're going to go. I think I have thirteen and three. I've lost the point, and I said it. I think after last year, I was like, I just I don't I can't care anymore. It's just I. It used to be like, oh, they got to get the first round by. They have to be the best team in the league. I need to see them win the division. I need them to see them win them the AFC Championship. I was, it just, I saw them suck so many times last year. I was like, this is not even the team I like. This is not the football they play. And then they won the Super Bowl anyway. It just doesn't matter. It was like, the ending is all that matters. The only thing that matters is the bye. Because then you get one home game and a bye. Then you're in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, and then anyone can win that. So if yeah. you just get that bye, you're fine. I they'll never I don't know it's been they've been in the AFC Championship game what nine years in a row which is absurd and uh, you know so it's been ten years since they've I think lost in the playoffs right it's been ten years since they lost in the in not in the playoffs but ten years since they lost before the uh, divisional game yeah it was that Baltimore yeah, game Baltimore game so they haven't that's the last time they lost and now it's just like that does and that was at home and that. Those two years on at home, those are those are only two home playoff games they've lost, right? Oh no, they lost an AFC Championship game too once to the Ravens. I don't know. It just it fuck it feels it just feels like if you're at home in the divisional, you're going to the AFC Championship game. Like even before you get there, you're like, hey, yeah. we're just gonna go to the AFC Championship game. And uh, you know, winner take all, basically. That's a that's the only thing. So it's like you get if you get the home the number one seed. It just feels like you're going to the Super Bowl with this team all the time. Yeah. Uh, even yeah, it's really tough to come into New England to, and beat win. them before. It's, and I mean, I, Jacksonville came real close, yeah. but they... And I even said this uh, last year when we were talking about, like, the Chargers. This is just the allure of Foxborough. And, uh, I mean, it's probably, like, what it was like from when we were when I was a kid, anyway. It was, like, Dallas or, like, going to, like, any team. Or, like, going to, like, Yankee Stadium in October or something crazy like that where teams are just known for winning all the time. And I'm sure it wasn't like 01 and 04 for the Patriots going to Pittsburgh for the AFC Championship game. It's just, but they didn't feel it. You know, it's like teams, when they see fucking Gillette Stadium, and especially these, all these kids that are playing in the NFL now, the whole their whole lives have been the Patriots are in the, the AFC Championship game or in the Super Bowl or always in the playoffs, right? So they go and they see it in the fucking fog. It just like opens up. You're on the shitty road and all of a sudden you're just at a football stadium and it's a million people there and they all hate your guts and it's just, you play shittier. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was a quiet year for Patriot offseason hate. Um, I don't think it ever dies Compared down. to years past. Like, a lot of more people are coming around to like, I can't do it anymore. You just can't. You give up. The f- There's uh, some guy who puts out stats on Twitter almost every day. It's like yeah. the stat of the day. Patriots had a day. Oh, yeah. That guy. Yeah. With the, with the badge. Like the sheriff's badge. It's like uh, most. Today was like most touchdown passes by a quarterback in the playoffs of all time. Yeah. It was like Brady, Rodgers. One other guy, and then Brady on second downs. Yeah, only. <laughs> it was, it's like yeah. that's how much better they are than all these. Like this, that's don't even make sense anymore. You can't even look at them and really compare them, them to anyone. The no. team, like Tom Brady's postseason stats, are utter insane. They're like they're not even head and shoulders. They're like bodies higher than other people. And the, he has more touchdowns. He's doubled the amount. Of, I think he's doubled the second amount of touchdowns passes in the. Uh, I think Peyton Manning was second. I think he's doubled him. So will Brady have a chance? Will Brady and Breeze both pass Manning this year and all-time leading touchdown passes? Total passes, yeah, they should. 
I think so. Yeah, they should. Because Brady has the Breeze record. Will. If you I think Brady's like playoffs, one or two right? behind him. Uh, Brady has the most if you include the playoffs. Yeah. Which is insane that they don't. I know. It really like, is crazy. What are we talking about? We're talking about the most touchdown yeah. passes of all time. Yeah, sorry he's done them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah but those, those don't count. Yeah. So why would we? I don't know. I guess that's the same. Who knows? It's the same, they don't cut, count home runs, too. So, fuck, it's the same shit. They don't count playoff home runs? No. Yeah. I would have never known that. That's bullshit. It's like, I don't know, Barry Bonds didn't make the playoffs a ton of times. But, like, I'm sure he probably hit 50 in the, in the, in the playoffs. Well, he won a couple times. I guess maybe that might change because maybe they do that because the playoffs were different and the seasons were shorter. I don't know, in the NFL and especially in baseball. Like, the baseball, you just, if you won the league, then you were in the World Series. There weren't any playoffs when, like, Babe Ruth played. Uh, Now there's fucking two months of playoff baseball. You know what I mean? Maybe that's their thinking. No, I don't want to. I haven't even watched the Red Sox this year. I hate them. Yeah. I just hate the the owner so much that I, I, like, find it hard to watch them now. That's fair. Um, so, anyway, oh, we forgot we need, we talked about Flash Gordon being back. Oh, he that is great. Are you jacked about that? I'm do you excited. think he's going to make it? Uh, yeah, I actually do think he's going to make it. But if he like, people are like, "Oh, do you want to bring him back?" He's probably only going to play six games. It's like, oh, well, that's six games with him. Then yeah. six games without him. Yeah, but then he fucking leave. I don't know. They leave, then I've always I I've never had an issue with him, but like. He became the guy. He was like the Moss at the like the later years. You know what I mean? Later years Moss, like 2009 Moss, where he's like he's still good. He's still great actually, and but he just like he takes it like a hundred percent, and then but Brady just like dials into him. You know what I mean? And like that's the yeah. only like especially in a bad game. But that was when Gronk was hurt. Edelman was. I don't. I don't remember what was wrong with Edelman. I don't know. I feel like maybe he missed a couple. But Gronk was hurt, and the offense was bad. Yeah, slow. like the offense couldn't do anything, and then he showed up, and it was the only guy he could throw to. Yeah, exactly. And then, but then in the end of the year, like his last game was against Pittsburgh, uh, the game that they lost, and yeah. I don't think he had a catch. Like they just didn't throw to him because I I don't know if he was open or what. I don't remember what happened, but he just like wasn't part of the offense at all. Um, I forgot they lost to Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was an- annoying. Who else uh, did they lose to? They lost to Pittsburgh. They lost five games last year. All on the road. They lost Pittsburgh, Detroit, Miami, Miami Miracle, which was horrendous. Oh, I forgot about that game too. Uh, yeah. So Jacksonville, Detroit, Miami, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, and and not the Jets, not the Jets, not the Bills. Can't fuck. I can't think of it. Had to be an NFC team, right? Not um. They beat, they beat the Bears on the road. They beat the Packers at home. They lost the Lions. Who else did they fucking Minnesota play? Minnesota at home, they beat. Minnesota. Who did they play last year? Why can't I think of it? I don't know. We're really short. Oh, on. Titans. Oh, yeah. They got smashed by Indy. Yeah. I mean, like, t- the Tennessee, yeah. Yeah. So, te- fucking five teams that could've, they could have beat easily. Should have beat. Um, but, you know, we'll see how they turn it around this year. That's the big thing. Um, I think I'm thinking... Twelve and four, thirteen and three. Um, we'll see what it's like with Gronk. Out. I mean, I like we said, he's not coming back. No, he's finished. And I'm glad. You know what? The way he's he's been like crying on TV. Like he just needs he needs a break from sports. Just let him be himself. And maybe he comes back next year, like Jason Witten did or something. Yeah. I mean, I'll he's get, still what thirty. I'll tell you this: I am the Jaguars whisper. And last year, uh-huh. I predicted them uh, six and ten. 
I think they might have went five and eleven. They were bad. They were bad. And I drilled it. And this year, I have predict- them predicted at twelve and four, getting a buy. Yeah, I could see that with Foles. And you know, Leonard Fournette lost twenty pounds. That defense is still there. They lost a couple guys, but they're pretty much all still there. Yeah. And I don't see the Chiefs being as good as they were last year. No, I don't think the Chiefs will be as good as they were last year. It's I mean, too tough to do that two years in a row. Like you really yeah. can't. That was like a, that's when you're taken by storm with a, like a guy that's been in your system and was good and then like took, just took over and like did this offense that nobody had seen. And like I said, Belichick gave him the blueprint on how to beat it. And I hate saying the blueprint because that's like classic Patriots talk, but that's basically what it is. I mean, you saw how he beat them. You fucking man covered their guys and – just dominated them up front. Didn't let them run side yeah. to side like with yeah. the run gaming. I could see the same thing happen. Yeah, I mean the Rams had the same offense and they just shut it down. The Rams, I mean, that was just terrible coaching. They like played zone the whole game and the Rams just never changed their offense whatsoever. Yeah. They just they had one game plan that was like this is going to work and never changed it. And it worked all. I mean, they, that the worst game of the year last year was St. Louis. Or St. Louis. Where are they now? L.A. Yeah. The Rams in Kansas City. It was like 58 to 74. Yeah. Something, some bullshit Especially the like NFL that. loved it, though. And the NFL jerked off to it for yeah. two weeks. I remember Stephen A. literally had a fucking, he had a cum mock right yeah. on his, his little suit there. Damn, those teams are the best teams. And then the fucking Rams couldn't even get into the red zone in the Super Bowl. Defense still rules match. in the playoffs, my friend. Um, so we'll see. I'm going to miss the big fella. Uh, we'll see what happens. I mean... One thing I do want to say to the Malcolm Go podcast listeners, though, is, and I've cautioned it, and I've said it to my friends in my personal life. I, I tell my son every night before bed, I say, son, it's very important that you do not expect the next Titan, I'm not next Titan, the next tight end in New England to be exactly like Rob Gronkowski, because that's what's going to happen. WEI. 98.5 The Sports Hub. Everyone's going to say, the tight ends suck, Mike. They suck. They're going to be saying that all day. And they're going to be saying, the tight ends are no good. Why can't he run the seam? Why doesn't he run 4-5? Why can't he catch 12 touchdowns? Because that guy doesn't exist. There's been one ever that could do that. It's not going to be the same. you got to just temper your expectations for the whole position for, you know, three years. I'm glad. I, for one, am actually... I was going into the draft. I was like, they got to draft a tight end. And then when they didn't, I was pumped. You know why? That guy, the next guy will have one less year of expectations. He'll come in and they'll be like, oh, we got a new tight end. Everyone will forget because they had already played a year without a tight end. They'll have a nice new young guy. He can come in, see what happens. See, it's not. My prediction, James Devlin, 22 catches, 300 yards. 300 Four, what's that touchdown. what's that per reception is that- <laughs> i don't know but devlin's gonna take over devlin is gonna be a machine he's just gonna do it all he's gonna, that's what the, the secret weapon is he's gonna say gronk we have this guy devlin in the backfield we're in 46 legend with a neck roll yeah um so we'll see because i know it's gonna be even worse when brady retires but we'll start here this will be our first you know home run hall of fame player first ballot that's retired from the patriots uh We'll see how everybody reacts because it's going to be the, it's going to be triple when uh, the Patriots have to go to a new quarterback. Yeah. Eventually. So, and you'll guys see uh, week three actually Gronk is going to be our guest for the pod. It's going to be imp- he's going to be uh, with CBD Med. We're going to be doing the bombs. 
That's why we're not releasing this episode. Everything we did earlier <laughs> when we trashed him for his new awful business idea. Yeah. We're not gonna talk. We're not gonna allow this to get out there. So what don't was the stuff Barry Bonds did? Was the, the 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 what was it in the clear? What was it? it was something in the clear? The coat in the clear? The coat in something clear? I can't remember what it was. The bomb in the cure clear? I've, I, somebody's yelling through the fucking radio right now. Uh, whatever. That's that's what I want to do with Gronk. So, what do you get your pr- prediction this week? Banner night. I'm bringing the six banner back home to the basement. With the Steelers, huh? Uh, do, 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 do. I don't know. Uh, it's they never score a lot in the first. Uh, Twenty-five to seventeen. I see. I think the Patriots' defense is going to show up big time. I mean, I can't. They have Juju. And then nobody else. And then they have James Conner, a decent tight end, uh, a, de- a pretty good running back, a good offensive line. So it's going to be low scoring. I don't think they're going to be able to throw at all against this team. So I'm going to say the Patriots are going to score 24. Pittsburgh is going to score 14. And okay. that's going to be a late score. I think it's going to be In 24. Hand? I think it's going to be 24 to 7 with m- minutes to go. Wow. Game in hand. I like it. Game in hand. I mean, Banner Knight, I don't know who's performing. I hope it's Meek Mill because I've been saying Meek Mill is a Patriots champion. I want them to play Dreams and Nightmares. We're taking that song back. That's our song now. That was a song that uh, the Philadelphia Eagles came out to and were pumped about for you two weeks. You know who's going to perform? Who? The Gay Cowboy. Who's that guy? Is that the guy with the... Old Town Road. Oh, Nil Nas X? Yeah. I don't want that. You know, he like... So when he came out as gay, first of all, I'm friends with a lot of gay people now at work. Oh, lucky and they, you. you know all the stories. I was like, oh, I think this guy's gay. And they go, yeah, he was the head of Cardi B's fan club. He started Cardi B's fan club. Obviously, he's gay. <laughs> Everyone who's gay knew that the whole time. No, who else is gay? Bradley Cooper. Language. Bradley Cooper's the gayest guy of all time. Language. You know how everyone thought he was hooking up with Lady Gaga? Yeah. No. He was with Arena Shake for like two years, and he had fucking a baby with her. No straight guy bangs a model that hot. What are you going to do to her? You're going to pull her hair? She's going to be like, please, stop it. I need Get off me. No, that girl is... That was the most... That was the biggest... What do they call that? A glove or whatever? A beard. A beard. That's what she was. She was a glove. (laughs) (laughs) But little Bradley Cooper's gay, and that's why Lady Gaga, and they got so close, because he came out to her... And now he's just gaining it up. And all the gay guys I brought this up to knew. Who's bringing this up? You are on deep internet. How did you not know Bradley Cooper's gay? It's the most obvious gay call. I, I hate that call, number one. The only problem from the start, from the get-go. With gay guys is you could be like, George Bush is gay. They'd be like, yeah, obviously George Bush is gay. Everyone knew he's gay. Like, no matter who you bring up, they're all like, they think everybody's gay. gay. Everybody's yeah. gay. But Bradley you, Cooper's definitely gay. It's bullshit. No, it isn't. I, listen. I've seen The Star is Born. I had a moment with The Star is Born. That movie stunk. You stink. You will not be submerged its good name in this radio. The only good part was when uh, the studio. fucking the dog died. Or when he called her ugly in the bathtub. The dog didn't die. Oh, he died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> complete opposite. He fed the dog a nice steak, and then he killed himself. Spoiler but, um, alert. No, when he called her ugly in the bathtub, I was like, all right, finally. That's a real alcoholic. Yeah. Everything else before that was not. It was horseshit. Uh, I love that movie. I, I'm a, I, I became a little monster after that movie. After I what? was all over. She was the only straight person allowed to sing in the training bar because why? Because she pats herself on the back. That's why. Oh, I love the gay community, blah, blah, blah. And they love me, so they let me into their community. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't let you sing, you fucking pompous bitch. And they probably put that in the movie because Lady Gaga was like, 
I need trannies in the movie. And they're like, oh, we'll put them in the movie. That was horseshit. And then she punches a cop in the face, and they're like trying to hold her back in the bar, the cop bar. I don't remember. Remember that? Yeah, exactly. Because the, the whole, the whole <laughs> lead up. Were you taking notes? You watched the movie. It was garbage. 20, up until the end, and then the end was really good. But the whole first half of the movie, it, you couldn't even watch it. It was fucking... I, I loved every second of it. You when didn't I, even when like I was it. watching it, dude, the last scene, I when she sings the saddest song ever written... Well, that was really good. But you're such I, a... Oh, you're a I'm, a, I'm a little monster. I yeah. can't help it anymore. These antidepressants are really <laughs> fucking you up. <laughs> Trust me. I'm, I'm, I, I felt anything but a cloud. I was waterworks at the end there. Uh, when, when, when Allie was singing to the crowd, oh, waterworks. All right, that's uh, like a girl. I was I was like a girl. I was watching it with my wife. We were like, let's watch this together. And then we were like, we enjoy. Everybody's liking the music and everyone's having a good time. And then it gets to the end. Who was having a my, good time? My face is just just a babbling brook. And I look over to my wife. And she's just staring at me, and she's just dry as a bone. Not yeah. a not a tear amongst her face. And I was like, what's happening here? Wait till I go talk to her about this. Movie. I had some. She I've couldn't had, agree more on this. This no. movie, that movie stuck. She and liked I, it. She liked it. Everybody likes it. Everybody likes Lady Gaga, and Bradley Cooper is not gay. This is the end of the podcast, and this <laughs> will never return. <laughs> the Who's Gay segment on the Malcolm Go podcast. Oh, uh, boy. All right. We'll see you next week. Go, Pats, go. Do your job. All right? Don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Seven, eight months ago, right? All of this moment. It's about order. It's about respect. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Brady. The back. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.